Good morning and welcome to Faith FM. You are listening right across Australia on 87.6, 87.8 or 88 right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network. It is the Mon and Lawson show. We're filling in for Lyle while he's away gallivanting, fighting trees, standing on top of rocks and other tall things. Probably trying to impress his wife. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Dude, what a guy. What a guy. Mm. Like, I, I, I sometimes, I'm like, man, I wish I was as cool as Lyle Southwell. <laughs> then I remember who Lyle Southwell is, and I'm like, ah, oh, never mind. Nah, that's, that's rough. <laughs> that's rough. Ah. Ah, Lawson, Lawson giveth and Lawson taketh away. <laughs> <laughs> what are you grateful for this morning, Lawson? Oh, what am I grateful for? Oi, I am so grateful that yesterday we said on air that it was producer Jasmine's birthday. Yeah. And we were like so stoked for that. And then I got invited to producer Jasmine's birthday dinner. dinner. Yeah. And at producer Jasmine's birthday dinner, I got fre- I got fed free haystacks. Mm-hmm. So free food, yeah. free nacho salad, and I ate it and it was good. And then I sang a little song for everyone. And you then, sang many songs for everyone. Yeah, I sang, yeah, yeah, I sang yeah, a fair yeah. few yeah. songs. And how did you feel about the birthday cake? Birthday cake was good. Yeah, I made it. Yeah. Well, then it wasn't good. What? No, no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. (laughs) That cake was life-changing, thank you. (laughs) It was amazing. It was actually a really good cake. Was that a carrot cake? No, it was a whole orange cake. An orange cake? Whole orange cake. A whole orange cake. What does that mean? Well, you stick the whole orange in the cake. You don't, like, just squeeze the juice out or just put Mm. some zest in. Like, you stick the whole thing. Bam, a whole orange cake? Yeah, yeah. So, I processed it. Like, stuck it through a blender and turned it into mush, just a whole Mm -hmm. orange. And then you add that to the batter, and it's just amazing. Just amazing. And then orange zest in the wow. um, cream cheese frosting. Wow. Yeah, that, that was thing incredible. was that thing was incredible. Was amazing. I'm grateful that you came, Lawson, actually, because I really enjoyed your singing because you sang your famous Haystacks <laughs> yeah. song. I love the Haystacks song. For those of you who don't know, Lawson uh, wrote uh, a song all about Haystacks. It's like the most Seventh-day Adventist song you'll ever hear. Yeah, so if you want to hear it, I've got two requirements. You need to give me a guitar. And you need Did to make me haystacks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I'll sing you the haystack song. So, yeah, not, not a bad day coming up for us all. Uh, Lawson and I have some fantastic good news coming up for just after Keen. this. Yeah. All hail the power of Jesus' name. Let angels prostrate fall. Bring forth the royal diadem and crown him Lord. Turn it. 
everlasting song and crown him Lord of all. Welcome back to Faith FM. We've come to the time where we are doing the first clue for the quiz. And what, yes. what, what is that quiz clue? Well, first of all, I have to watch I don't get avocado everywhere. I've got avocado all over my hands and my face right now. <laughs> you do. I do, I do don't. I don't have any tissues. It's so, oh, I really, man, I really got a whole big, wow. Okay, hang on. I can't put that on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Licking the lips. <laughs> Sorry. I'm Classic. Trying to, trying to eat my breakfast, my Sally sandwich. What was that thing you called it in, in German? Schmucking. Oh, sh- schmutzing. Schmutzing. Yeah, schmutzing. Stop schmutzing. I'm not schmutzing, I'm licking. Okay, yeah, fine, I'm same schmutzing. Thing. Yeah, okay, whatever. Same thing. Give us a okay, quick okay, quiz. Okay, okay, okay. This is a what book am I quiz. So, what book of the Bible The Bible. I? Yeah. Clue number one. The bravery of Shipra and Pua in disobeying the king is found in my first chapter. What? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought when I saw this. And I'm really happy about it because it's a very hard clue. Okay. The bravery of Shipra and Pua in disobeying the king is found in my first chapter. So I'm guessing it was an evil king because apparently they were brave for disobeying. So that's good. Lawson's having a stab in the dark and he's very wrong. You're wrong, 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 wrong. Go home, Lawson. You're wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> you said you had some really, really good news, Mon. The good news is if, is if you know the answer, you can give me a call and I'll give you two prizes. Oh, bam. There you go. <laughs> 1-800-FAITH-FM is the number. It's 1-800-324-843. Give me a call. If you know what book of the Bible it is, I will send a prize. I have two really, really cool news stories, Lawson. Mm. You're going to love this. Um, one of them starts from a dark place uh, but ends up in a, just a fabulous... Hey, by the way... Have you heard of the um, the yearly competition that they have? You know, Reader's Digest, that magazine? Yeah. That our parents read. <laughs> yep. um, and you find doctor surgeries. So every year they have a competition called the Top 50 Nicest Places. Yeah. Um, uh, in America, they do a version oh, of it in America. America. I, th- I think they do it worldwide, but they also do like mm. a, a, a smaller version in America. And uh, and basically the, the like people vote for... Like the idea is to uncover like sort of nooks, little towns okay. where people are still kind and respectful in like an era of cultural and political divide, basically, which you know is getting harder and harder to find. And um, and you actually go on the Reader's website and vote for the for the town that you think is the nicest place. Um, but the cool thing is, you know, when they have a um, a, a list of nominees and there's one town that wins, it's usually that town that gets all the attention. The cool thing is if you go through and check out the other towns, there's often an incredible backstory as to how a town collectively became nice. Yeah. And uh, and so one of the stories has surfaced um, from uh, a town called Abilene in Kansas. I'm not mm-hmm. sure I'm pronouncing that correctly, but it's in Kansas. Kansas. And, uh, and the story is like both heartbreaking and just incredible. So it centers around a lady called Patty O'Malley. Uh-huh. Uh, her son, um, they were both her and her son were going through uh, drug recovery for opiate addiction. Mm-hmm. And uh, back in 2012, uh, her son relapsed and he actually drove his car off a bridge um, just five miles from their home. And, uh, and so she, of course, was devastated. It's just a devastating, mm. uh, you know, when someone takes their life, especially when it's connected to drug addiction, because, you know, we all know that it's it's so completely unnecessary. Uh, drug addiction is definitely a bond that can be broken, but people who are in that state often can't see um, out of their situation. 
Um, and she, she, she knew she had to do something, you know, when she lost her son, she knew she had to do something, um, because, you know, he had relapse, they'd both gone through rehab and then, uh, he'd fallen back into it and, uh, and she decided she's going to open up to her home, uh, to women who have just completed rehab because she said, you know, often the only place they know to go back to after rehab is where they've come from, which is yeah. usually a place involving drugs. And so she said, you know, we, we now take them door to door. So they come for rehab or they come to her place. And they've renamed, um, she's actually had to build herself a new home, um, mm. since opening up, just opening up her own home, uh, because this has become unbelievably successful. Uh, so it's called the Cedar House. And it's really cool. It's actually famous for being the childhood home of President Eisenhower. Oh, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, she had to build on, uh, like a six bedroom facility and, uh, and it's just, transformed not just the lives of the women who go there but just the entire community mm. um so it because she doesn't just provide them like a place to sleep she like full-on provides industry this is incredible listen to this right so cedar house now has a local food bank and a micro farm with a greenhouse um, which delights the locals with exotic flora mm-hmm. and uh, the local residents say these women, these women that have gone through rehab and go to Cedar House, they have brought things to canvas that most have never tried to grow. You can grow banana, they grow banana plants and loofahs that you can use in the shower. That's so cool. It just growing a loofah tree. It's growing all that. <laughs> so I, I thought loofahs were made out of plastic. I'm like really confused. Well, some of them are, but the original loofah is actually a, a plant. Oh. Yeah, go. yeah. The plastic is like a fake version of it. And like sponges are actually out of the sea, like a sea sponge. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Anyway. And, uh, and one of the other things that they're growing to the delight of the entire town is puppies. So they oh. actually started breeding, um, Leon burgers, which is a rare giant breed of dog that kind of looks like a St. Bernard crossed with a lion. And, um, it's so cute. And, uh, Dude. and these dogs and they have, they're known for having, um, a nature that is very affectionate. And uh, and get these. They're not just breeding dogs and selling them. They're actually turning these dogs into therapy dogs for yes. other women's service organizations. Yes. Are they being helped and they're helping others? Just mm. an incredible, incredible story. Um, so, for amazing. example, some of the puppies that were recently presented to uh, another organization called Thistle Farms, which is in Nashville. And this one actually provides safe housing and employment for women who were involved with um, prostitution, trafficking, and addiction. So, it's just a... A beautiful cycle of, of people helping people helping people, mm. and um, and this love and this care and this service has just bled into the community at large. And that's apparently this one little halfway house is what has made an entire town one of the nicest places in mm. America. So if you're anywhere near Abilene in Kansas anytime soon, definitely go there and have a visit and uh, check out their exotic greenhouse and their adorable puppies. I've got a picture here of some of the uh, women who've Aww. been through rehab holding like a, holding up a bunch of puppies. And I've got to say, they puppies, but they look like fully grown dogs. Yeah. They're huge. They're the biggest puppies I've ever seen. They're adorable, though. Um, so that's that's one story. The other cool story is about veterans. Veterans is something that makes me really sad. Yeah. Um, you know, they're the people who've often given the most for their country, given the most uh, in service for their fellow uh, uh, countrymen, mm. and uh, and then they're often left with the most devastating side effects, mm. and uh, and often with not much, uh, you know, no place to go. <clears throat> I know there's lots of organisations who are trying to combat this, um, but I've just been reading about one that's been having incredible success, and um, 
this is so cool. Lyle would love this. So um, this is a, an organization called Force Blue, and it's basically like veterans that are finding renewed purpose through scuba diving missions to protect coral reefs. Like, it's just mad. Um, so they're finding like peace and purpose at the bottom of the ocean, um, helping to protect endangered coral reefs. And uh, so Force Blue, it, it recruits former military members to go on scuba diving missions to basically plant, nourish, rescue, and preserve uh, coral reefs along the coast of Florida. So both our stories are coming from the US today. Um, uh, it also, uh, you know, not just not just protecting underwater ecosystems, it also proved to be really therapeutic for the veterans. Um, you know, many of them struggle with PTSD or depression. And this is what we're talking about yesterday. Remember how I talked about, you know, you need 120 minutes of um, nature time every week. These guys are out there getting it every day. And they need to be because of the fact that, you know, they're struggling with PTSD or depression. So the guy who founded it, Jim Richerhoff, uh, he said that he first got the idea for the organization when he and his friend, uh, a gentleman called Rudy Reese, went scuba diving a few years ago. And Reese had been actually suffering from depression after he served um, as a recon marine, yep. and uh, and he was just delighted to experience like the magic of scuba diving. Have you gone scuba diving before? Um, no, I've gone snorkeling, and it is yeah, magical. I've been snorkeling. Yeah, and so the therapeutic benefits and the excitement that he felt, he realised that he could you know use this to 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 reach out to the veteran community and yeah. help them at large. And um, another cool thing is, you know, kids often look up to Navy SEALs and they listen to Marines because these guys are their heroes. They might not listen to scientists, but they like to listen to Navy SEALs and Marines. And so since organizing this organization, uh, the Force Blue team has recruited like dozens of enthusiastic veteran workers for the mission. And, uh, and like for example, some of the stuff they've done, get this right, um, they were treating some coral reefs of a particularly dangerous outbreak of stony coral tissue um lost damage disease sorry like it's a disease um so they they, for a month long they did over 1250 dives along an 80 mile stretch of coastline where they had to apply antibiotics to more than um 1500 corals and they're most pleased to report they experienced 75 percent in stopping or slowing the disease success Mm. rate so yeah so these guys are just you know they've gone from being heroes um you know to protect our our our, our yeah. countries but now they're becoming like heroes of the ecosystems and I think this is a wonderful way to segue their careers mm-hmm. into something that they can really throw their lives into I, I just love that you know the guy saw a friend saw a friend in need and created an entire organization out of it. So yeah, re- two really cool heartwarming stories are coming at you this morning. Uh this is Alan Jackson with Leaning on the Everlasting Arms. What a fellowship, what a joy divine Leaning on the everlasting arms What a blessedness, what a peace is mine Leaning on the everlasting arms Leaning, leaning Safe and secure from all alarms Leaning, leaning Leaning on the everlasting arms What have I to dread? What have I to fear? Leaning on the everlasting arms 
I have blessed peace with my Lord so near, leaning on the everlasting arms, leaning, leaning, safe and secure from all alarms, leaning, leaning, leaning on the everlasting arms. Welcome back. This is the breakfast show. Okay, what's going on? Give us a clue for the okay, quiz. Okay, okay. You're so you're so keen to answer this quiz. Yeah, I want to answer it, man. Okay, so clue number two. I tell how idolaters were made to drink an idol that was ground into powder and poured into water. What book be that? Give us a call. 1-800-FAITH-FM. 1-800-324-843. You can text your answers 0491-064-669. By the way, if you know the answer and you don't want the quiz, that's you don't want the prize, that's fine. You can just call us and ask for bragging rights and have a little bit of brag. Uh, Lawson knows the answer. Very good, Lawson. You're getting better at this. You're almost as good as Lyle now. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> nah, that's like almost as good as Lyle is exactly where I want to be in my life. No, oh, bless so, your little heart. So that's okay. I really hope Lyle's not listening because his head will just be exploding. Yeah, he'll be like falling over. Like, yeah, yeah, from all the top like heavy. all dizzy and stuff. Lyle, calm down. You're not that great. No, <laughs> <laughs> now we miss you, Lyle. You're fab. Okay. Do, do you have any embarrassing Lyle stories that we could tell? So many. On my phone right now, I have a folder <laughs> called Lyle Southwell Asleep in Public Places. And I have a <laughs> 50 pictures so of Lyle true. dead asleep in public areas. Like, it's hilarious. Just, uh, it's one of my, f- I have like even like really old ones from when his kids were like babies. Mm. It's so funny. Oh, that is Lyle Southwell asleep in public places. Dude. Yeah. Like, oh, that is, that one of my is favorite like, collections. <laughs> when, when do you bring something like that out? Like I'm waiting for like a good moment, maybe like his fiftieth birthday. Yeah, or something. yeah, true, yeah, true, true. Because yeah, that's like a twenty first, fortieth, the fiftieth yeah, as well. That's yeah, a half century. Yeah, because so. he's like he's all. How old is he now? I think he's like forty uh, seven. Yeah, yeah, he's clocking up there, so it won't be too much longer. And then I can whip, pull it out and be pull like, it out. <laughs> dude, I'm keen. My latest one was actually just um not weekend gone, but the weekend before at my trivia night. I'm up the front doing trivia, conducting trivia, right? And I look out across the teams and Lyle has turned like turned in his chair and he's facing the trivia screen, looking at the question and just falling asleep. Do you want to know something? What? I have multiple photos of Harley Southwell asleep. <gasps> the son of oh, Southwell. I'll start the Harley Southwell yes. sleeping in public places. You can be the Lyle Southwell this sleeping in public places. Man, this is oh, this, this is awesome. This is great. This, this is the great. best. We're making a legacy here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Southwell but family. Emery Southwell. I don't think I've ever seen the guy sleep. Oh, Jasmine, she's nodding from the studio. Yeah, this guy sleeps big time. All right, we got to... Do you know what would be so funny? What? If we actually, like, printed them out and put them in, like, one of those old-fashioned, ugly photo uh, family photo albums. Yeah, and, and then, like, every single time they turn the page, it's just another picture of them asleep. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> what is this? Shell Southwell sleep in public places? I don't I've think she does. I've never seen her asleep no. in a public place. No, no. She, no, she's a trooper. It's either a nap on the couch or she's gone to bed propers. Yeah. She's a lady. Yeah. That's, yeah. What, that's what ladies do. Yeah. Anyway, do you want anyway, to hear some news from I do, I do. Tell around us. the world? Tell us. Dude, so at the moment in Europe, they're like struggling. They're on big time struggle street. There has been a ginormous 
heat wave that has oh, hit really? Europe. Yeah. And it's like, and I'm going to say some temperatures and some people out there, they're going to chuckle and they're going to say, that's not very high. But you have to remember is that like these cities and countries, they don't have the infrastructure to deal with this like yeah. Australia. Yeah. Um, and it's like, oh, it's just crazy. So we're like seeing just insane um, I guess this is the equivalent of like when it gets cold here in Australia. Do you know I have had mm. Americans friend, friends come from New York, and they've come to Australia in winter, and they've complained it's colder here than it is there because we don't know how to insulate or heat our houses. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I remember. I remember one time I was I was living in a city in Spain called Cartagena, um, and. Every time it rains there, the whole place just floods and it barely rains there. Like it's it's constantly stricken with drought. It rains twice a year. But when it rains, no the whole do. place just floods because none of the infrastructure <laughs> is built to support That's rain. And so everyone's just like freaking out all the time. Whenever like some drops come from the sky, I'm like, it's barely even raining. They're like, oh man, got to get inside. Run for cover. You know, oh, you like, flood. dude, it, that's what it's like. It's constant. <laughs> like every time it rains, it's a flash flood and not because it's raining a lot, just because it's. It's sure. raining because they don't have the infrastructure to deal with that. Well, when they when I when I lived in Michigan, like um, it, you know, it's really cold in Michigan as well. Yeah. In the winter, even though it was like snowing and blizzard, I never sweat so much in my life because everything's toasty warm, and I wasn't mm-hmm. I, I didn't know how to deal with it because I'm used to like wearing layers upon layers upon layers, yeah. and rugging up to the hilt. You didn't need to because like your car's toasty warm, the houses are toasty warm, everything's so toasty. All you need is a little jacket. Anyway, anyway, what's happening in Europe? So essentially, what's happened is a like a blast of torrid air from the Sahara has like bounced like from Africa up to to Europe, and they're just seeing absolutely skyrocketing um, temperatures in Germany at the moment. Right across the country, it's thirty eight point five degrees, <laughs> which is like deathly hot. I, I you know one of my one of my closest friends that I was living in Europe was from Germany. He's like, man. When it hits, like, high 20s, like, he's from Berlin. He's like, Berlin in the high 20s is just chaos. Mm. Like, the whole town is melting, you know, Mm -hmm. falling apart because Mm -hmm. they don't have the infrastructure to deal with that. It just exacerbates the heat so much more that it's this tight-knit city and, like, everything's going wrong. But now they're, like, getting 38 and a half degrees. um, And it's just, like, people are freaking out. Are the elderly dying? Yeah, so it's actually interesting. So in France, we know in the, in the 2003 heat wave in France, there was, you know, 15,000 elderly, elderly people who passed away because, again, they don't have the infrastructure to deal with mm. huge heat waves. So they're taking ginormous precautions, in fact, to the point where – so they've pushed back. They have their, like, their high school exams coming up, um, like the national school exams, like your year 12, like HSC. What? You're leaving matric. Leaving matric. We'll that's get back what, to that later. Is that what that means? That's what it is. Is your end of year exams. Yeah, it's your leaving matric. Leaving yeah. matric. So, their leaving matrix are coming up uh-huh. and they've actually pushed them back two weeks. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. And people are saying, oh, man, that's super unusual. Like, you don't have to do that. And, and France, is, <laughs> France is just freaking out. They're like, nope, nope, we have to do it. They've stopped all cars, all petrol and diesel cars that are older than 25 years old are not allowed to drive on the road. Because it's creating too much heat? Yeah. That is so funny. Yeah, yeah. And they're, they're fearing a build-up of pollution. Germany. 
come. No, no, this is France. Oh, France. Yeah, yeah. France now. Okay, yeah, France, okay. France. So we're talking about Germany before. The Nails in Germany. Now, now we're talking about yeah. France okay, as well. Okay. Um, they're just like going going crazy. Like the yeah. red co- the Red Cross has just been put on, you know, high okay. alert. Uh, apparently now, um, because they have the Women's World Cup. Mm-hmm. Running yes, over there, yes. they're like freaking out because they're like, "Oh, all the players are going to pass out like while they're playing <laughs> footy." Oh, footy! Just drink football. more water. And it's like, oh man, um, in Spain currently, like the you know that they were calling it um, uh, El Infernito is like <laughs> you know the 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 hot hell is yeah. like coming to wow. get us in, on wow. the news. And um, in Zaragoza, which is a which is a city that I've actually been to, it's like in the middle of the desert. They're getting like forty six degrees, and like which is just insane. Like that's crazy. Because yeah, we we don't really like we're like oh forty six degrees. That that was in Wall's End last year, you know. Yeah. But but it's just this whole different kind uh-huh. of place over yeah. there. And so yeah, everyone is just like there's all these really cool photos of people just like during the cool day down. like walking through, you know, like how you got like little fountains that are just like oh, yeah, spurts yeah, yeah. of water. Like usually, you know, because people don't want to get wet, they're just like nah, stuff it and they just like just people fully clothed, they're just hanging out like in the <laughs> fountains because they know they can just walk out and they'll get dry straight away. Wow. Just- this is reminding me to call my grandma. My grandma lives in Germany and she's mm-hmm. on the top floor of an apartment building. So it's probably really hot. I should probably yeah. give her a call, make sure give she's Give her a okay. call, make sure Tell she's... Tell her to drink some water and stick her feet in a bucket she's of cold water. Actually, there's a photo here of someone just swimming in like a fountain. You know, the kind of fountains oh, yeah. you throw money in? <laughs> yeah. It's just like... They're just, they're, they're it's just- a Trevi fountain is like full of tourists right now trying to cool down. Yeah, they're just like... They're just, they're just living in there. And oh, then this no. is my favorite photo i'm showing mon right here it's of three old ladies and there's just some guy walking behind them this is like living his best life but yeah man it's really hot over there i think we should we should send some prayer up for those guys yes. make sure it's all working out for them europe keep drinking water stick your feet in a bucket of cold water put some Amen. ice cubes in there mm. yeah just keep it cool you'll be fine you'll be fine you'll survive we'll coach you through this yeah, yeah. australia's got your back australia's got your back <laughs> as i gaze upon the All the wonders of your hands What are we that you remember A bit of dust in this vast expanse We are here but for a Take a breath and then work on Yet you set your love upon us You've engraved us on your palms Oh, you You've engraved 
Welcome back to Faith FM. We have come to the time within. We're, do, we're doing a little, little interview, little encounter with God. But before we get into it, let's do a let's do another let's do another clue for the clue. Just to say encounter with God. It's not encounter with God. No, it's not the egg not. news. I mean, I'm. You're just thinking about my sandwich, aren't you? No. For those of you, I don't who, know what you're talking about. This is what I love about bachelors. Bachelors get so hungry, much like that story in the Bible of Jacob and Esau. Oh yeah, classic. Sold his birthright for a bowl of lentils. Lawson just paid me three bucks to make him a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I love bachelors. When it comes yeah. to food, you can make them do anything. <laughs> it's true. I didn't eat breakfast this morning. You poor sausage. Yeah, I know. Okay, so here we go. Here we go. Third clue of this What Book Am I quiz. This is a quote from this book, and it goes Ooh. like this. Surely this... Wait, hang on. Sorry, my bad. Wrong side. Wrong side. <laughs> Forgive me, I was reading the wrong side of the quiz card. Okay, okay, this is not a, this is not a quote. This is not a quote. What, what's going on? The building of the first tabernacle was found here. Mm. The building of the first tabernacle was found in this book. Damn. Give us a call if you know what the answer is. One eight hundred Faith FM. One eight hundred three two four eight four three. However, if you call now, no one's going to answer your call because producer Jazz is on the microphone. Hello. Welcome to the show, producer yeah. Jazz. You know what I've just realised? What's that? You know, like there's there's a little bit of speculation. You know, like who's who's better presenter? You know, Lawson or Lyle? You know, <laughs> I don't think that's speculation. Is this no, no, no. There's, and there's, a, there's, a, there's a bit of speculation. You know, <laughs> who's a better producer, Shell or Jasmine? Oh, oh yeah. definitely. And Shell. we have never gotten producer Shell on the mic. That's not true. for an interview. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true. Are you serious? Like when? A million when? Percent. When? Before my time. Well, well, no, no, no. Yeah. Well, one time before my time, apparently she got on the microphone and she and Lyle together did some segment about marriage. This is before I was working for Faith FM. Mm-hmm. And then since I came on board with Faith FM, I think I was sicker away one time and there was no one to fill in. So I think the two of them did the show together. I don't believe it, eh? I've never heard it happen, but apparently it has taken place. It has taken place. Yeah. Well... No one was as willing as Jasmine. Yeah. Not true. I only came in because it was an emergency. Oh, <laughs> wow. Oh, that, Jasmine. <laughs> no, it's all right. We are having some trouble with our sound and we decided, you know what, instead of instead of uh, afflicting our listeners with 15 minutes of a scratchy interview, let's just do a little live interview. Yeah. Because sometimes, sometimes we have pre-recorded interviews because our, our guests aren't always available at 7.30 in the morning. Yeah. And, uh, and so we re- re- pre-record them when we can. <clears throat> you know, um, especially when I was traveling throughout Africa, I was meeting people left, right and center and mm. just snapping up interviews. Sometimes, you know, multiple ones every day. Um, so Jasmine, thankfully, has saved saved you, dear listeners. She was thinking of you when she said, yes, I'll come on the show. Um, so let's just ask her a bunch of questions and see if we can make her squirm. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Now, actually, producer Jazz, um, very exciting. Actually, do you know what? Do you know what? I was going to do this announcement tomorrow, but I think I'll do it today. But we are here on Faith FM about to embark on a few weeks where um, every few days we are going to be interviewing a very special group of young people um, and getting their testimonies. And it's going to be an incredible uh, faith-affirming time uh, for us, for our listeners, to hear these stories. These are kids who are teenagers in their early 20s, um, kids who are sticking everything on the line for God. Mm. Um, So they are the Arise graduates. So Arise, for those of you who don't know, Actually, Jasmine, tell us what Arise is, because you are one of these Arise graduates. You, in fact, are the first of this group of kids that we're going to be interviewing. 
What's her eyes? No, there was someone else who got interviewed. Oh, yeah, right, the ago. South African. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but Arise is, um, it's a Bible college course. It's to train up young people and even older people to be able to effectively share their faith with people. Yeah. So it's like a, it's like a short course, like what's like six months or something? Um, the main course that everyone does is three months in Kingscliff. And then you have the option of adding on an extra six months of practical placement. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, like you, like you just said, you actually don't have to be a young person. Um, in fact, when I went to Bible college, I didn't go to a rise. I went to a similar one in Sydney. Um, and I was a bit older and that didn't matter. And we had people who were like in their sixties, um, you know, doing the course when I was doing the course. And so those of you who are listening, you can actually go to Arise and we'll be talking a little bit more about that. Um, but yeah, you went this year. Yeah. And you've just recently graduated and now you are actually doing the, the placement. So tell us like, what is it that led you to do Arise? Well, I thought it would be something that would really help my spiritual walk. And I know so many people that have done Arise and they just come back absolutely on fire for God. They love it. It's changed their lives. And I was like, that's definitely something that I want for me. What is it you actually learn? Like, if these kids are coming back on fire, like, what is it that stuck them on fire? They learn what God is actually like. They learn a bunch of um, of doctrinal truths and they. I think the thing that helps them the most is they actually go out and practically share that information. And one of the best ways to cement in your own mind um, what you believe in is teaching others. Yeah, that's absolutely true. That's like a million percent true. Actually, that's how I pass all my exams is I get the information I'm being taught and I teach it to someone else. Or I pretend Bam, there you go. Yeah, yeah. That's, and that's how I, I learn my stuff. But yeah, it's very true. Um, you know, uh, do you remember your uh, the curriculum or the course outline? Can you tell us like maybe some of the the, the, the topic, the subject headings? Um, so, oh, there's so much information thrown at you; it's hard to remember all at once. But some of the things that we learned was like the basic story of the Bible, how it was a promise that God made to a man named Abraham, and how God kept that promise. I th- I think I think this is really great because there's a lot of people out there who want to know more about the Bible. I just don't even know where to start. Yeah. Like, even just to read the Bible, like, do I start in Genesis and finish in Revelation? And that's not necessarily how you have to read the Bible. Like, it's not a novel. You don't open it one and No, you can open it up anywhere and you can get something amazing out of it. Exactly, exactly. And so studying the Bible and learning more about the Bible and and learning more about God can can be quite daunting and confusing. I think Bible colleges like this are fabulous institutions. You know, not just because they they feel that need, but also because they provide a community of mm. other people who are doing the mm. same thing. What were you doing before you went to Arise Jazz? I was studying and working part-time. But oh, I was okay. also involved in my church quite a lot with um, like youth ministries and like working with the teens and doing studies with them on Sabbath afternoons. So you've grown up Christian? Yes. Yeah, 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 that's cool. And uh, where are you from? I'm from Bundaberg. Hey, Bundaberg. Just wanted to say that. <laughs> no, you said Bundaberg. No, it's Bundy, man. Bundy. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I think um, I, I'm pretty sure I mentioned before on radio that I was going to inflict a new law that anyone who comes from Bundaberg has to carry around a six-pack of ginger beer. So when they're asked where they're from and they say they're from Bundaberg, they have to whip out a ginger beer to prove that they're from Bundaberg. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that, then no, give that's it to a really the person who asked. Yeah. That's a really good point. It's a great law, isn't it? But who pays her? Like, the, is that government? Like, pays? Yeah, actually, yeah, it should be government funded. Yeah. Actually, that's a great idea because <laughs> then I could drink all the oh, drinks <laughs> all the time. Well, yeah. you, don't, you don't get a discount for being a Bundaburger. No, a Bundaburger. Bunda <laughs> <laughs> I just realised how that sounded. <laughs> Do you guys call yourselves that Bundaburgers? No, but my grandpa used to call us Bundabergians. Bundaburg. No, I think Bundaburgers. Bundaburgers is just where it's at. Yeah, Bundaburgers. That's awesome, dude. Man, I want to move to Bundaberg and just open up a cafe. Called like, Bundabergers. Burgers. Oh, yes, we could do radio Benji from Bur- up there. <gasps> that is a banging idea. That I'll is a great a idea. I don't think anyone has a shop called that. Dude. In Bundy. How could they not have jumped all over that already? Dude, we are geniuses. We could serve ginger beer and like a whole selection of vegan burgers. Oh, Yes. Veggie patties. Hit us up beyond. Yes. Dude. Dude. Yes. Oh. If anyone wants to fund this project, <laughs> Bundaburgers. Let's start a GoFundMe page, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Dang. Yeah, we could toast a radio from there. This would be amazing. Dude, we've just, we are genius. We are so smart. <laughs> just cooking up business ideas here. Yeah. <laughs> for, a when, bunda, a for when the radio fires us. <laughs> 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 anyway, sorry. I can't believe no one has Bundaburgers. Anyway. So this is your first time outside of Bundaberg, eh? Living outside of Bundaberg for an extended amount of time. Yes. Yeah, yeah. How are you finding it? I'm loving it because you've only just turned 21 yesterday. That is true. Yeah. Happy birthday to producing <laughs> Thank jazz. You. And uh, and tell us how is it you came to be the producer of this show? Um, I th- I used to listen to Faith FM all the time, every single day, for I think about six months leading up until the rise. But then because of the busy schedule, I wasn't able to while it arise. But then at Big Camp, they had the um, Faith FM studio set up, and I was there every single morning. They got me on the show a couple of times. And you're doing better than me. <laughs> <laughs> a lot better than me. <laughs> and, yeah, then on my first day here at the conference office for um, the Arise for Life classes, I got called around to the office of the um, studio and kind of got signed up for it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's true so for those of you wondering how why this is also interconnected uh once the arise students graduate from kingscliff and uh and they disperse and some of them graduate and go their separate ways but the for the uh the six months placement uh the headquarters for that is actually here in newcastle so they all moved down here to newcastle and uh, and it's run out of the North New South Wales Conference Office of the Seventh-day Adventist Church, uh, which also happens to be where our Faith FM Breakfast Radio Studio uh, is located. So we every morning as we're like wrapping up the show, we start to see um, all the students mm. trickling in, and uh, and they do some morning classes here. Like, what do you guys do in the morning? Uh, well, it depends on the day. So we have um, we have a worship session which. Each of the students has a chance to take. Mm-hmm. And then on one of the days, we have an hour of prayer. Another day, we get given a difficult Bible verse, which we have to write a study on. Um, and we're also reading through the book Christian Service. And then we also have the um, time that we get given a study on the verse that we were um, given a couple of days before to write a study on. That sounds so cool. Yeah. Like, can you imagine just like every day you're just like in the Bible studying mm. as like part of your curriculum? It's, like, yeah. And it's it's so cool too because it's such a big group of people. You went to Arise a few years ago, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm a, I'm a Rizian. 
when did you graduate? Uh, twenty seventeen. Oh, nice, nice. So yeah. you're a few years, few years. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like a couple of years deep now. You're like, your alumni I- into 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 ministry. Did you do rise. the uh, Did you do the placement? Yeah, I did it with Lyle. Are you, oh, that's, that's how sad. I. That's why I'm, I yes, exist. Because <laughs> that's why you exist. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, yeah, Lyle actually does the. Um, uh, he, he, which 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 course is it? Which pit, bit is it that he teaches? He teaches one of the Daniel, segments. Daniel, sure. yeah. So every year, Lyle heads up to Kingscliff and he teaches one of the segments. Because um, you have there's multiple teachers and they all teach a different um, subject, and he teaches the Daniel section because you know prophecy is his thing, big time. Hence, he's written the Prophetic Code um, study series, which goes over Daniel and Revelation. Um, yeah, but uh, producer Jazz, uh, now that you've done this, oh, by the way, for those of you who are also wondering, like, like I love that how there's such sweet connections here. You know, you did get pulled over because we we do know that um, that you were listening because you often called in with the right answer for the quiz because you're quite the Bible study student. And um, oh, but before I go into this, so these kids are now doing what's Within our church called Bible working, right? Yes. And I, I don't actually really like that term because it sounds really weird to someone who has no idea what that is. Mm. You're a Bible worker. What does that mean? You work the Bible. Um, <laughs> I like to say Bible teacher because you're teaching the Bible to yeah. people in the community who are interested in learning. And um, so in the morning, you guys come here, you do a few hours of class, and then you go out in the community and, uh, and you teach the Bible to, to people who are interested yeah. in, in different churches. And uh, so check out this, this web of connection, right? So since coming to Arise, Jasmine has actually started dating Emery, who happens to be Lyle's youngest son. Uh-huh. In the meantime, she's been placed at Curry Curry Church and uh, moved into the Curry Curry Cottage, which is where I happen to live. So yeah. she's also my housemate. And then we were like, we need a new producer for when Shell goes on holiday with Lyle. And so we called her in. And so now she's a producer of our show. How cool Man, is that? There you we go. Are like, that's, this is what it means to be the family of God. And Emery, Lyle's yes. son. Yes. Jasmine's boyfriend. Lives yes. in my house. And that's we work right, together at the right. same church. <laughs> <laughs> and he's actually sitting in the studio like right now. He's sitting in the producer's and desk. And also, Emery... Last year was my housemate along with Caleb. Man, we're all just such good friends. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's there's always salt. so much connectedness in the Seventh Day Adventist church. church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, this is what, this is the great thing about being a Christian is that God provides you with an instant family. Basically, yeah, amen. Yeah, God didn't create church so we can have you know political and, and agendas and and you know nonsense and bureaucracy and all that kind of stuff. He created Speak it so we can have an. <laughs> so we can have an instant community. We can have a family we yeah. can walk into, and um, and jazz is now definitely a big part of our community here, and well, my even my just my personal community. Cute. Anyway, thank you so much for saving our bacon and no coming worries. in here and doing the interview for us, Jazz. If everyone's interested in Arise and finding out more about Arise, do you have a website at the top of your head? No. Okay. Arise.org. <laughs> oh, it's Arise.org. Yeah, go to Arise.org and. Um, have a look around and see if maybe next year uh, going to Bible college is something for you. Lord, I want to be more like you as I go throughout this life. But sometimes inside of me There seems to be such strife I have a heart that's often hard And often can be rough 
Lord, I pray from you a new heart you promised from above. The only thing I have to give is a sin polluted heart. I don't deserve the mercy and the love you can impart. But you gave your life so freely on the cross at Calvary. The sacrifice you made was out of love. You have for me Lord give me a new heart A heart just like you have Teach me to walk with you And give you all I have Help me to grow like you. 